Welcome to the Dairobi Health Show, covering the world of fitness, nutrition, and supplementation with world-class guests, the latest clinical research, and plenty of tips you can use right away to boost your health and wellness. Here's your host, Dave Sherwin. Welcome to the podcast. Today I am recording from home, and so if you hear the happy little noises of my dog, little Kiki, outside with her best friend, Finn, a big black lab from across the street, well, just consider that added bonus positive energy for the show today. So here I am in my home office, and I've got some stuff to, to share with you today that I am really excited about and think is really, really meaningful, and I think for the right person could really make a huge difference, especially if you're like me and have struggled with cravings for a long time. And I've had some real epiphanies with this. The show has really helped me, and I'm I'm not um, here to pump myself up or say, you know, what I have said. If It's the guests. There's a few guests I've had on the show, and just doing the show consistently where I have to constantly be coming up with these new ideas and interviewing people. It has been so good for me, and along the way, a couple of episodes uh, have have really been um, particularly meaningful in helping me overcome cravings. Episode forty four with Noah Rashetta, uh, you know, he's got one of the top Buddhism podcasts on the planet. It's called Secular Buddhism, and uh, meaning that it's it's non religious. It's basically Buddhist philosophy. So it doesn't matter what religion you are or anything like that. You don't like join anything. He's not a cult leader. He's just teaching basic Buddhist principles of mindfulness, etc., as a way to you know, kind of like uh, you know, advanced personal development almost is is the way I see it. But and then episode fifty three with Jessica Golding just a few episodes ago where. Uh, she's helped many people to lose a lot of weight and really improve their health through methods that she's developed for conquering cravings. And I've continued to to investigate that and learn about it. And I, in the last episode, uh, episode uh, 55, that's worth checking out as well, where we talked about a lot of the research that was done by Judson Brewer. So episodes 44, 53, and 55 kind of lay a groundwork for what I'm about to talk about Today has been super meaningful for me personally, and if you you listen when when I'm interviewing Jessica Golding for a minute, she kind of turns it back on me and uh, gets me to confess my biggest weakness, which is that I get cravings, especially in the evening, and I often snack and sometimes throughout the day on just junk food, you know, mindless eating, candy if it's available, and I've had that for a long time. I've always justified it. Uh, by thinking, well, I, I worked out this morning, or I'm generally in good health, or hey, you know, I deserve this. I, you know, all those things. You guys know the drill. You've probably been there, done that. But going through that and uh, kind of admitting that publicly to a fairly large audience now uh, made me think because I do want to be a good, good example of what I am teaching and doing here. And I thought, you know, I need to just really address this. And so, I've been working on that personal weakness of mine, and if you are a human being, chances are you have the same weakness to some extent of of overcoming cravings, of dealing with temptation when something is put in front of you, and recognizing the difference between emotional eating or being really hungry or justifying what we're about to 
to put in our mouth. So if you can relate to any of this, this is going to be cravings part dieu. And for those of you that are French, I know you're just mocking me because of the way I said dieu, which is um, a very Americanized way of saying a really pretty French word. Anyways, I've had a couple breakthroughs. As I've gone through this, I've made progress. It's been phenomenal. I I addressed the I, I realized I had an issue. I realized I want to improve it. And I, I took what Jessica said. I've been being more mindful generally uh, as per uh, Noah Rochetta and his whole um, secular Buddhist approach. And then I got the Eat Right Now app by Judson Brewer's company, which I've mentioned on the last show. I did go ahead and get the paid version. Uh, and it is kind of expensive. It's uh, like 20 bucks a month. Or if you pay for the whole year, it's $120 for the whole year. And and I'm not paid for this recommendation. I have no connection with them. But I'll tell you what, I, I do recommend it. I have really liked it. And it's made a difference already for me. And I want to share part of it that is making a difference for me right now. And I don't mind sharing it because uh, they share it. On, uh, Judson Brewer shares it in his TED Talk, and it's kind of already in the public domain. So they've already made it public. So even though it's in their paid app, I don't mind taking and sharing it with you, seeing as they already have. But first of all, let me tell you a couple of the epiphanies that, that I have had. So as I've done these principles I'm about to teach you, I have found my cravings have been cut down dramatically. As a matter of fact, for the about the last two weeks, uh, where normally I would get some kind of a sugar or bowl of cereal or uh, you know Cheetos or Dr Pepper craving uh, in the evening after dinner, those have largely simply gone away. And when I have had treats, maybe at the office or something, you know, like those uh, you know chocolate covered almonds, we have a variety of different treats in our office. And if I have partaken. Uh, I have found I've been able to to just have a few and be be very satisfied. So uh, I've been doing it long enough now, probably two weeks, that it's actually making a difference. Now, for example, uh, yesterday I went to my men's league uh, in golf. I play every Tuesday afternoon. We play nine holes in our men's league, and I shot 35, which is one under par, which is a phenomenal score for me. I'm I'm not a scratch golfer. I love golf, but I'm not a scratch golfer. So to shoot one under par is rare. And it was awesome. And I think it really is a result of some of the mindfulness training that I've been doing. This morning, I went to the gym. And although I haven't been able to work out very well for about the last 90 days, I've, I've had just a, a, a variety of injuries. I sprain, I had a, an almost level three ankle sprain uh, recently. I injured my wrist. Uh, we've been traveling. And so time in the gym has has been difficult and I've been mostly in recovery mode for about 60 days and doing what I can. I've often had to modify my workouts. Uh, but this morning I went to the gym and they're working on muscle-ups. So I'm like, geez, I, I'm, I don't think I got a muscle-up in me today. But they went through the warm-up and, um, and then uh, uh, one guy was really struggling uh, and I could see what he was doing wrong. And I said, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do one today, but I, I think that you need to work on this. And I jumped up on the bar and I easily did a muscle up. And I was like, man, that was easy. And then uh, uh, I did it on the rings and the bar. So even though I'm not in my best shape, um, I've lost a few pounds due to this, you know, lessened cravings, less eating less sugar. And um, I, I just I just feel terrific. I, I just think that these things are really making a difference for me. And now I want to pass them on, hoping that they will make a difference 
for you. And one of the things that I, I realize about all of this, health, nutrition, mindfulness, uh, quality of life issues, is they're not one-time things. These are not, hey, I heard a great idea and now I'm at the next level in my health. No, it's hear the great idea, apply the great idea, often fail and go backwards for a little while. And it's kind of an uphill real life human struggle usually to to make improvements, right? Another reason why I'm doing this episode, even though we've covered some of this material a few times recently, I just think that most of us need to hear it again and again. It's like showering. You don't say, hey, I took a shower two weeks ago, so I'm good. No, you shower every single day. And mindset is like that, right? Good idea. We got to be planting good ideas in our head on a regular basis. The world is full of negative messages, negative messaging. And uh, and if we are not counteracting all the negatives that we see and feel and hear on a daily basis, then we're probably going backwards in our health and personal development and probably all areas, right? So in the, in that's the spirit in which I want to present this uh, information. So it all starts with mindfulness. And, you know, mindfulness is a really great buzzword right now, but I got to tell you, it really is a meaningful concept. And it's probably also quite misunderstood. I think some people, when they hear the word mindfulness, I think they picture a Zen master on a pillow meditating for hours. I don't think that's necessary. It's not what I'm doing. Uh, and um, uh, it doesn't have to be hours and hours of meditation. As a matter of fact, Mindfulness can be brought to all areas of life. It can be being mindful while we're sitting at the traffic light. It is recognizing that default mode network of when our brain is just rolling with whatever. Half the time, if we're not controlling our thoughts, we're either dwelling on past mistakes or future worries. And mindfulness is just bringing our our, our mind and spirit into the present it's simply being where we are. It's being with who we're with. It's putting our phone down when someone's having a conversation with us and truly deeply listening. It's, uh, it, it is being fully immersed in the present as much as possible. Uh, I don't think anyone gets it perfect. All of us have streaming thoughts and a documentary running in our mind almost all the time. But, but the more mindful we can be, the better off we will be. Another misunderstanding of mindfulness in Western culture, I think, is that some people consider it an escape. And so they think, oh, this is cool. Uh, I found this guided meditation. And when I get all stressed out, I'm going to go sit and I'm going to meditate and I'll get away from it all. And I believe that is not what mindfulness is all about either. It's not an escape. It's a meaningful activity when you are meditating uh, that you are getting out of that default mode network. You're getting truly present. One of the meditations in the Eat Right Now app is called the Mountain Meditation. And I'm loving that one. I won't go into detail here, but it's a guided meditation, eight minutes long. You just sit, you put on your headphones, get in a comfortable position, and you just listen. And you go through it, and boom, eight minutes later, you just feel like you're on a, a higher level. Uh, but not, again, it'd be better if you don't do this as an escape, but as you do it as a meaningful way of improving your life and getting more mindful. So that's the basis for this. 
Um, the best source for this that I have found is probably Noah Rochetta's podcast because it's free and easy. And uh, the first five episodes lay the groundwork. If you just listen to those first five episodes, it's called Secular Buddhism by Noah Rochetta. So that's probably the best source I've found uh, on that topic. Uh, then the Eat Right Now app that I have mentioned a couple of times uh, helps you deal directly with hunger and cravings and recognizing the difference between emotional eating, eating because we're upset, eating because we want to escape, eating because um, it's just a habit, uh, just being mindless about our eating. We probably all do that at some point and the idea here is to just cut down on that. So the method they teach is RAIN, R-A-I-N, when you get a craving, you just run through this little mental drill and you're not being judgmental about it. You're not beating yourself up. You're simply going, I have a craving. And that's the R, recognize. Okay, I have a craving. I want those chocolate covered almonds. You then accept the craving. You're not trying to get rid of it. You're not trying to fight it. It's a real human feeling. It's fine to have. Everyone has them. So you're accepting it's okay to have this feeling that I want this particular food, you know, fill in the blank with whatever uh, it is for you. Once you've accepted it, you investigate it. And Judson Brewer talks a lot about curiosity. Curiosity is a powerful mental concept because it's naturally rewarding. We all enjoy the, the uh, process of being curious about something and then learning something new. And so we get curious. We investigate, huh, okay, uh, why do I have this craving? What is it that I want? You then do a little bit of mindful scanning of your body. Am I really hungry? Like if, I, if, I, if this craving passes, will I still be hungry and wanting to eat something? And so you go through this little investigative um, uh, process of determining exactly what this craving is, how it feels. Where is it coming from? Is it in your head? Or is it in your stomach? If you've never done this before, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it took me a while because at, at first I was like, I don't know where this is coming from. I just want the treat. It took me a little while of, of thinking and just sitting with it before I started to be able to sort out what was emotional eating, what was true hunger. And that was a big epiphany for me. And then the last thing we do is we note what happened. I've got a note on my phone that's kind of a running... Um, cravings note. And when I get a craving, I go through this process, recognize it, accept it, investigate it, and I make a little note. What happened? Did I go ahead and eat it? Did I eat less than I would have eaten if I wouldn't have done it? Did I, I not eat? And I get to pat myself on the back. Great. I, I, I survived the test. I moved on. So rain, recognize, accept non-judgmentally. It's a normal human feeling to have cravings. Investigate. What I have found is during that process of investigating, much of the time I'm able to ride out the craving. I found that the cravings don't last very long and that while I'm trying to sort out if it's true hunger or if I just want it because I just want the taste of sugar right now or whatever the case might be, I found just slowing down and doing that mindful investigation has, for the most part, kept me from eating the thing. Because once I really bring my mind and thoughtfulness to it, 
I find, you know what, I really don't want that. Uh, I'm really not that hungry. I really will be just fine if I don't do this. And then you you take the note. So I hope this is meaningful to you guys. It's certainly been powerful for me. Uh, this has been a long-term thing for me. I've had a sweet tooth uh, my whole life. And so uh, to actually address it head on and to find really meaningful methods. These are not here today, gone tomorrow techniques. These are real real uh, meaningful, powerful methods of change. And so they have made a big difference for me. I hope they make a big difference for you. We will put links to the Eat Now app and the podcast episodes that I referenced in this episode show notes, which is episode 56. For those of you that, that want to uh, follow up on this and, and, and go to those links and whatnot, uh, go to dirobi.com, D-I-R-O-B-I.com, and click on the blog and find episode 56 to find those links and resources. While you're there on dirobi.com, my book, Formula 7, is for sale for free, meaning that you simply have to go through the checkout process to be able to get the download. So I'm excited about that. And I, those those are the seven best health principles I have discovered in my uh, investigations of uh, health and wellness. So grab that book for free. And um, let's see, what else do I have for you today? Oh, free bottle Fridays. If you weren't aware, we do a fun thing on social media. Every Friday, we give away a free bottle of something in our store. It's usually something that maybe we have a sale on that week or that we're promoting or doing something special with. And Right now, I think we're doing turmeric, which is a you know clinically researched product, uh, unlike most of the turmeric supplements out there. We're introducing Mimi's Miracle Multi, so that's a phenomenal product. Uh, but we just rotate through the products and and give away one a week, so you got a good chance of winning. It's not like we're a massive company um, have that many customers. Uh, when we're giving away one every single week, you got a decent chance of winning. So if you go to the blog on the right hand side. It says Free Bottle Friday. Just enter your email there. And then you'll also be notified about new podcast episodes and about any sales, discounts, launches uh, that we do. Another thing I would like to just bring up today is that we're always looking for great guests for the show. And some of you listening would be great guests for the show. We cover all topics to do with fitness, nutrition, and supplementation. If you've got expertise in one of those areas and a message you'd like to share, send your information to support at dirobi.com. Or if you know of a great guest that you think I ought to interview, I would love to have the recommendation. So, uh, And then if you just have questions, you just want to talk to us, you just want to make an idea for a, a show idea or suggestion, again, it's just support at dirobi.com, D-I-R-O-B-I.com. Thank you so much for listening. This is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. Thanks for listening to the Dairobi Health Show. Make sure and check dairobi.com for a free copy of Dave's excellent health book, Formula 7, and enter to win in our free Bottle Friday contest. If you're enjoying the show, leave your review on iTunes. See you next time.